1: Put the spring back into your step and into your home too. shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent, up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
2: Welcome in. Brian Mazerowski back here with you on WBEN. Thanks for hanging out with me for the next hour or so. Enjoy uh, being here with you on a rainy day. Watch out for the rain today. Going to be a wet one. Uh, not just today, but throughout the week, uh, lake effect rain and uh, flooding concerns for the next few days. So keep it locked to WBEN for what you need to know. But all right, want to uh, hang out with you here for a little bit, 803 0930, to join me here on WBEN with uh, what you're uh, looking at. So I found this interesting story and then it became even more interesting yesterday afternoon. This was over the weekend in The Guardian uh, over in the UK. Um, something new from psychologists listen to this uh, primal scream therapy you ever uh, hear about this primal scream therapy it's kind of it's like one of those things that makes sense on its surface like I, I don't even know if there was really like a study that backed this up in uh back in the day but basically the idea primal scream therapy right you just Ah, you let it out. You you go out somewhere, you lock yourself in a room, you go out into the woods and you just ah, you know, you let out the, uh, you let out that primal energy. You're pent up, frustrated, need something to clear your head, you're stressed out, you go somewhere and you scream it out. Everybody. Ah, one, two, three. Let's hear it. Screaming out, primal scream therapy. Turns out it doesn't work. Um, It was created by a psychologist in the late 1960s based on the idea that, you know, there's a very popular among psychologists, repressed childhood traumas are at the root of all these uh, pains you might have, stressors and everything. And screaming, they said, could help release and resolve that pain. Arthur Janov uh, made wrote his best-selling book. Had uh, John and Yoko as his patients, who let out their primal screams. Ah, not the band, the therapy. Bah, doing that kind of stuff became very popular in the '70s. Uh, however, now they're saying uh, there's really no evidence to say that it actually works. <laughs> Over in Germany. Uh, they're finding that uh, researchers who are looking at all of this say there's no scientific evidence that primal scream therapy has any positive effects in the treatment of mental or psychological disorders. Uh, also rests on the wrong assumption that early life events are stored in the body like it's a prison. They say it might even be counterproductive. Um, This is, I'm not going to try and butcher these German names, but they sound smart. They say uh, consistent expressions of anger is a therapeutic method, and that goes beyond the primal scream. That goes into, uh, you you ever hear about these? These are now, I was going to say all the rage, but then, you know, it sounds too corny when I do it. But these like rage rooms, you see that anywhere? These uh, places where you go and you can just smash stuff up. You, like, pay a dollar. They throw, like, a tube TV and a baseball bat in there. They go have at it. Here's some goggles. Go smashing. Like, go wild. Here's a sledgehammer, a pound of bricks, some glass. Just break it up. It'll help you uh, get rid of that. Well, these uh, German scientists are saying, well, actually... Um, the expressions of anger as a therapeutic method could have negative effects on the outcome. You know, Positive scre- screams out of joy and pleasure are much more relevant. All this anger it might not really help you that much. So I thought it was interesting. You know, you always kind of think. All right, just let it out a little bit. How many times have you said that to, uh, you know, anybody or your kid? Just, yeah, just let it all out there. Ah. Like, go after that scream. Get out there. It probably feels good to take a deep breath of fresh air is what uh, really has people feeling good. But anyway, I I thought it was very interesting over the weekend. Then I thought it was even more interesting yesterday at about 4.30. Uh, If you haven't seen the video, check it out. We have it at WBEN.com. But it's, I don't, I still, I don't know what to make of it. Ken Dorsey is the Bills' offensive coordinator. He's the guy who calls all the plays on offense. And hey, he's been doing pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good this year. He lost it after the loss to the Dolphins. You can see the video. There's no audio. So it's not great for radio, the video. You're going to have to rely on me. This is my play by play, not of the game, but of the Bills' offensive coordinator. He sits up top in the booth. Watches everything. He's got his whole little setup. He's got his notebooks, highlighters. Looks very organized. Little I saw a little uh, bag of caffeine uh, candies right there. Uh, he's got his playbook, a little iPad. Everything set up very nicely. Well, right after, you know how this game ended. You just heard uh, from Randy played in the news. They ran out of time at the end of the game. Clock's ticking down. They can't get it uh, to spike the ball. They get off a field goal you know the 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 greater part of they had a minute and a half to gain like 40 yards after everything we saw the bills do over the first 3 weeks and they couldn't really make it happen to get the field goal so what happens they show the camera in the box and right as the clock hits 0 Ken Dorsey just goes on an all-time rampage in the coaching booth he starts he's got his head set on he starts by ripping the headset slams that down onto the uh i mean slams it down it goes bouncing i don't know where it ends up those things are expensive too he continues he's going to fold up his notebook no he takes off his hat actually next slams that down too then he takes the little ipad that's there Starts slamming that all the papers slamming the ipad slamming the ipad then he throws it there's a camera you know right in the corner that's how we're seeing all this slamming around, chucks it at the camera. The camera goes to black. Which makes me wonder how NASA's going to do this thing later on. They're going to slam a telescope into an asteroid. And apparently you're going to have video of it. But Ken Dorsey slams an iPad into a camera from like two feet away. It's not going as fast as this uh, little telescope rocket thing. And the camera just pff, fade to black. So I don't know how that's going. But anyways, Ken Dorsey absolutely losing it. And you have uh, right next to him all the other offensive assistants sitting next to him. Um, awkwardly, I would say, right? I mean, what do you do if you're in that situation? Somebody has an all-time freak out right next to you. What do you do? <laughs> like... <laughs> You, don't, you Do you say anything? Like, ah, you, it's okay, Ken. Do you just, like, sit there in silence awkwardly? You, like, give him a moment to cool down? They might have been thinking, I don't know if they read The Guardian in the lead-up to the game, but they might have been thinking to say, hey, you know, uh, Ken, new research shows that doesn't really work. Don't, don't know if you're familiar with the... Uh, the University of Zurich in uh, Switzerland. But they're on board, too. Y- y- are you familiar, Ken? I know you've uh, studied the West Coast offense, but have you studied the work of Dr. Rebecca Simmons-Wheeler? No? Anyways, um, he was trying to blow off some steam. I hope it works out for him in the uh, lead-up to <laughs> the next time. But I, it just... It makes me wonder 8030930. What do you think of that? You saw the video. They showed it on TV. I think that's the first place I saw it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. WBEN.com. It's inside the story. An all-time freak out at a moment like that. Is it therapeutic? Is that how you react when something's on? What do you think if you're on the team? Because I I don't know. I have like a, I go back and forth on this. Like initially, I want to say. And this, it might vary depending on what your role is on the team. So initially, I might want to say, if I'm a player, I kind of like it, right? Like, yeah, this guy cares. He's into it. He's just as passionate as we are down on the field. He wants to win. You might like that. Like, ah, yeah, like this is the guy. He's fired up. Right? He likes it. But then I, I think your reaction might be a little bit different, right? If you were one of those people sitting right next to him in the booth, like, Ew, this guy's off the chains. Like, yeah, Ken, we're two and one here, not zero oh and three. Uh, you're gonna keep your job heading into next week. Like, maybe just, I don't know, cool it off a little bit. <laughs> I don't. It, that's what we call an overreaction. It was a little over the top. And I do think there is something to being able to keep your cool in a heated situation that I tend to appreciate more than an over-the-top display of displeasure. You know, you're showing that you care, yes, that it really means a lot to you. But personally, for me, if I saw that from, and it really depends on what you want out of your leader. I mean, this could, this could be your boss. This could be, uh, you know, whatever job site you're on. This could be whoever's, you know, in control, your manager, whoever it is. I appreciate much more somebody who can become reasoned, Somebody who can control their emotions in a high-stress situation. Which, by the way, this, is, this loss stunk, but it has nothing on 13 seconds, right? I mean, what, what happens there? That iPad might be going through uh, the guy's face who's sitting next to him. <laughs> if he was there in that. I, I, I much more appreciate somebody who can keep their cool... And just, like, know what to do next, right? Like, that's the kind of leader that you want. You know, somebody who's upset. But y- you can show that, like, ah, you know, and then you say a word you're not allowed to say here. And then it's like, all right, what do we need to do to get better here? 803-0930. 803 to join me here on WB. I mean, what did you think? You watched that video. What would you think if that was your boss? Someone on our text board saying, does yelling serenity now work? I think that's that's like exactly what they're showing with this uh, called PST primal scream therapy. It doesn't really work. Serenity now and sanity later. That was Ken Dorsey. Very, very mild in the press conference midweek. Not so much after the game. We'll go to the phones. Uh, Paul in Jamestown. Paul, you're on WBEN. All right, what, what did you think about that? Did you see it?
0: I did. Hey, good morning. Um, I just got to say, Mika, how'd you like to be in a doctor's office and the doctor come in and tell you you have cancer? Do you think someone would react that? And my point is, boy, there's a lot more things in this world to get mad about than a sporting event. Or How about the guys who stormed Normandy back in D-Day? Did they throw a tantrum like that when their commander told them? Hey, you guys got to storm the beach. Did they rant and rave about, like Ken Dorsey did? Yeah. My uh, God, it's it's just a it's it's just a game. What are these guys thinking? I know there's a lot of money involved, and that's probably the bottom line. But you know, money rules the world. But my God, it's just a sporting event. You know, Paul. Paul, guy. I hear
2: what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Thanks for the call. And I, you know, I I understand it in the grand scheme of things. I don't mind the. Uh, like narrow hyper focus on the game, right? Like I, I don't mind you, and this could be—you could be a football coach, you could be working at some office, you could be on any job site. I mean, for anyone, anyway, I think that's generally a good thing. Like if you're treating what you're doing at work as like this very important thing that matters, and it's eliciting that type of emotion out of you. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Like, you don't have to be thinking about (laughs) D-Day. You know what? Like, you don't have to be thinking about all the world's events and putting your place on this planet into perspective at all moments in time. Right? If we did that, I think you'd probably have a lot of miserable people because, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I would wake up every day and say, well, I'm not, you know, not storming the beaches in Normandy today. I'm not uh, curing any illnesses. So, you know, why even get out of bed? Right. I mean, like if if we were all to do that. I think you'd have some miserable people. So I I like having the passion and getting carried away. It's like all of us. Right. We, We watch these games. We get carried away. As if it, you know, really, you know, ma- and in some respects, it does really matter to the region, to, you know, to boost a business when the Bills are doing well. to boost to the season ticket holders' pockets. We've been telling you about that over the past couple of- but Treating something like it matter it, it's a fun thing to do. You know, everyone should have a, a passion like that or a hobby that ah, really kind of gets you fully committed in the moment. But it is, right, it is his job. <laughs> and it that is his workplace. And I don't know, if your boss, every time something didn't go right at work, had that reaction, what's the equivalent to week three at work? You know, it's an important opponent, but it is week three. Like, what's that equivalent at your job? Something doesn't go right. And, like, that's what you get. Eh, I, you might all of a sudden look at him a little bit of a different light. Jim, you're on WBEM. What's going on, Jim?
0: Yeah, guys, I want to talk about the basic fundamentals of run blocking. They teach this. And, and, All right,
2: Jim, and, Jim, I appreciate that, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> this is not the show to talk about the basic fundamentals of run blocking. I'm sorry. I love football, but you're even going to lose me. I I, I just want to see him run the ball far. That's my – if you're going to ask me about my fundamentals of run blocking, that would be mine. I like when you run the ball far as opposed to, like, three yards. When Zach Moss had that run and went, like, 40-something yards, that – Good. <laughs> that is. I don't know what fundamentals were followed there, but it was a good run block in my book. Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty to weigh in. Now, uh, what? Will you see someone explode like that at the workplace? What do you think? Um, on our text board, eight hundred three hundred nine thirty. Someone saying D- it was a highly emotional game. Did you see Allen? Rip the guy's helmet off or throw his helmet to the ground at the end of the second. Yeah, I appreciate that level of emotion, right? I appreciate down on the ground, you know, when someone tries to kick Allen. The groin took a lot of punishment yesterday, if you were Josh Allen. If you were watching that game, I mean, he was being kicked, punched. I mean, you know what down there. And he gave it right back to it. But that was a different level, right? Am I, like, understating it? Or overstating it, I should say? Right? Like, Allen, you know, throwing his helmet to the ground, like, in that moment of frustration. You almost... You expect to see that. Um, You know, you can be... Highly charged in the game, you could be disappointed. Like it wouldn't have been the first time that somebody slammed their headset down. Think of, by the way, do you remember a few years ago when we beat Belichick? Was it a few? Yeah, um, it was right around Christmas time, and he's you got the uh, image of Belichick slamming the phone. And, like, think about how we replayed that over and over and over again. I mean, that was, like, mediocre compared to what happened yesterday. with <laughs> Dorsey-in-law. And think about how we we spun that, all of us, here into we're into his head. Belichick can't stand it. He can't stand losing. We got him. He's rattled. And what are the dolphins saying about us after watching that video? Whoa, that's like fodder for them after getting that win. But I don't know. I mean, what do you like in the workplace? You, you want someone to show passion. I agree, but I don't know. I'm a little bit torn. I think there's a point where you can go over the top and where kind of a, a reserved passion, a, a reserved and measured response might uh, be a little bit more appropriate. 803 to join me, Brian Mazarowski, I'll be back here after this on WBEN.
0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Brian Mesrowski back here with you on WBEN. Thanks for hanging out with me. Not freaking! Out. I didn't freak out after that Bills loss. I was just kind of like, "Ooh, yeah, not great. Could have won it. Could have won it many times." This is actually also a, it was a perfect example on the field yesterday of why uh, you know when the schedule comes out. I think we all know people who go to Miami all the time for the games, uh, rated as a great trip. It's just not like super appealing to me, especially in the first half of the year. Like, Miami in December, all right. Like, I'm listening. Might be a trip I'm interested in. Miami in September, I would have been, like, you know, half the team there yesterday. Like, get me the trainer out there. I, you know, all day in that heat, watching the game, I it's just too hot, too much for me. I'd rather watch a game in the cold than in 90-plus degrees. That's just me, though. Anyways, I, I think the booths are air-conditioned, so it wasn't the heat. That was getting to Ken Dorsey with that uh, explosion after the game. If you haven't seen what we're talking about, check it out, WBEN.com. I think they showed it on the broadcast. I saw it a couple different places, uh, just about anywhere, if you watched any of the highlights. Bill's offensive coordinator, the guy who calls the plays from up in the box, Ken Dorsey, losing it in the coaching booth. After the game, slamming his headset, slamming his hat, slamming his paper, slamming his iPad, slamming his iPad, slamming his iPad, slamming it into the camera. just going absolutely berserk after the bills could not get off uh, another snap before the clock ran out in Miami yesterday. Um, what do you make of that? 8030930 to join me here on WBEN 8030930. Um, He's not the first person, uh, somebody pointing out Tom Brady's smashing two tablets in week two. The NFL apparently, according to Jay Glazer of Fox Sports, warned teams that if there's any more (laughs) uh, tablet-breaking tantrums, or if you break any other league-issued equipment, you'll be fined. You know, it's like a a high school... uh, game like hey don't this they have to stamp on it property of NFL middle school please don't break you know we have to buy one of these back but what did you make of that I I think there's a couple ways that you can look at it I if you are the type of person who watches that and says you know what I like it it's part of the sport of football you know even though he's not on the field he is among the team, so you like seeing that fiery passion out of your team. And you know, if that's your take, I don't mind it. But then, uh, like some of the texts that are coming in, eight zero three zero nine thirty on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, somebody uh, chimed in saying, "You know, he's committed and he cares. He was probably hyped, just like all of us was, uh, all of us were." A person says, "I think it was a reasonable reaction." Like that's where you lose me. Like there's no setting on earth where like that's a reasonable reaction to something that at the end of the day happens at work. Like you watch that video. He's slamming things, he's exploding. And by the way, the people with him in the booth are also coaches on the team. Like they're also going through the same thing he is. Like, they're just kind of sitting there. Like He's putting on this whole big display, slamming things, screaming it out, which we hit on at the top of the show. Primal scream therapy, according to new research over the weekend, doesn't work. Like, there's no way you can watch that and be like, yeah, it's a reasonable reaction. Like, I don't know. You could be fine with it as passion out of your football coach or, or whatever, but... To call it a reasonable reaction is overstating it eh, just a little bit to me. Somebody else on our text board saying they showed him a lot during the game. I just finished saying to my husband, I like that young guy, the way he carries himself. Then he exploded, and I had to say, oops, never mind. I saw somebody uh, uh, tweeted about this with, uh, of course, the video attached to Ken Dorsey. So much for that cool and calm demeanor of an ex-quarterback who's in line for some head coaching interviews. Like, right? I mean, if you're looking for a head coach, like, is that the reaction? Imagine if that was Sean McDermott there, who he gets fired up. You see him, you know, spitting and yelling and doing whatever on the sidelines. He gets fired up during the games, but you'll never see that from him. Like, after an emotional game like that, or like any of the ones we've had, you never see that. The slamming down the headset, kicking over a, you know, a Gatorade can. Like, you don't see that. If that was your head coach, would you have a different reaction? Or I think the important question today, and what I want to hear from you, eight oh three oh nine thirty. if that was your boss, like, if that was somebody in your workplace, and that's the reaction to something that goes wrong, what do you do? Like, what are you thinking of that person going forward? Not all workplaces are the same. A football team is much different than, you know, your regular office. But you uh, you lose the deal. You don't get selected by whoever. You're on the Zoom call. Your pitch was rejected. And, like, that happens right next to you. Or you tell your boss and that's the reaction. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. I Losing it like that is just like a whole nother level that I don't know. I I don't think many people would appreciate from their boss. I would rather, you know, out of my coach, your boss, your team leader, whoever it is, I am the type of person, and and I'm this type of person just kind of regardless. I don't get too hot or cold. Like I, I don't show a ton of emotion on a day-to-day basis of, like, a lot of things. Like, you hit me with good or bad news, like, you you might get the same sort of muted reaction out of me. But th- that's just my personality. And I, you know, in turn, respond to people who something doesn't go right. You kind of stay cool. It's a little bit of one of the, those, uh, mm-hmm, okay, I see. And you move on. Like, how do we fix this? Like, let's go. No freaking out over one thing. You just—it's—it's it's like uh, dealing with the, my toddler. You know, he does something bad. Not freaking out. Not slamming things all over the place. Just calmly. And yesterday, he's uh, throwing around his stool he wants to like put it places and jump off of it. Just calmly take it away from him. He has a little meltdown. You know, like a little mini offensive coordinator in the living room. You just go, "Hey, it's okay. Not mad. We're just chilling out. Just don't do that." <laughs> how do we how do we write the situation? And that's kind of how I like to deal with it. Eight oh three oh nine thirty on our text board. Someone saying I, I'm glad that it happened. Sparked up the Dolphin rivalry again. Now that the Patriots aren't the four, I you know I could see that in the way that just like uh, Bill Belichick slamming the phone, right? He that uh, fired all of us up. We like to see it. Thought it was him getting rattled. Uh, Dolphins fans probably feeling the same way. You know, maybe it spikes. Uh, you know, a little bit of interest here someone else he acted like a child somebody a uh, ho- hostile work environment violence in the workplace. I mean that's right it, it at the end of the day it is the workplace. if somebody in the workplace they're in their own little cubicle they step into a booth and they're slamming a phone up and down uh, off their head or on the desk you're you're gonna look at that person a little bit differently from now on right? And, again, like, I don't fault you. If you're the person, as a fan watching this, and you're saying football is emotional, he expressed himself, you like to see people fired up, I don't blame you. As a fan, part of me also does kind of like to see that. You know, I like to see the emotion, raw and unfiltered. I'm just thinking, as somebody who's in that environment, something doesn't go your way in week three... And that's the reaction. Uh, you know, maybe cool it a little bit. We'll go to the phones. 803-0930 to join us here on WBEN. i will go to Tim. Tim in Niagara Falls. All right, Tim, did you see the video? What did you think?
0: Uh, yes, my immediate reaction was, uh, you know, inappropriate behavior for an adult. But I guess just from a pure logic standpoint, I wonder if they, um, in the last minute and a half, if they were taking the offensive coordinator's calls or if they were ignoring the plays that he was communicating down to the field.
2: So you'd think, like, maybe there's something we didn't – it was more than just how the game ended and, like, maybe that's why he was freaking out the way he did?
0: Yeah, it doesn't – yeah, it doesn't explain the the freak-out behavior. But, you know, as as someone that's responsible for that side of the game at some level – um, were they ignoring his, his play call suggestions? Because we've all read in the paper that, you know, how much Allen has discretion on, you know, the plays that he can audibilize on the field. But in the last minute, minute and a half, you know, that's just such a critical point in a game like that.
2: So let me ask, okay, say he was ignored for like the entire final drive. They didn't listen to a thing he said. Does that make it excusable? No.
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. He, you know, I mean, you know, we have we have kids watching that game, and you you can't have that kind of behavior displayed by an adult. I mean, that's and it's it's making Buffalo look bad because you know it's all over the internet. It's it's just everywhere.
2: Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks so much, Tim. Um, the, you know the, that's the bad part about this is the loss and then that video, I, the clip from the game should have been Miami punting the ball. Into their own players, but like that's the funny clip I want to see the next day after a Bills win, not a Bills loss and the coach just freaking out in the booth. <laughs> right? Again, it's you like the emotion to an extent, but there is a way to like carry yourself. Like the caller just said, as an adult, like as an, again, you know, I'll go back to my toddler and people are saying he acted like a child. He acted like a throwing a tantrum like a two-year-old. Like that's it's like the number one thing we try and teach our two-year-old is when you have something that doesn't go your way, something gets taken away, you don't get what you want. to not react in a tantrum to not like throw a crazy fit to not break the ipad (laughs) like right is is that literally is a two-year-old behavior i can picture that happening somebody having a toddler on like a phone or an ipad all right time to put that away screen time is done for the day and then, you know, just roll the Ken Dorsey video. No, we're just slamming all over everywhere. Like that, and that's what you try and teach your toddlers just control your emotions. How are you feeling? Why are you feeling that way? So, what are we going to do about it? It's okay. It's okay to be angry. We're all a little upset. Of course, we wanted to squish the fish. But. Sometimes it doesn't happen, and we have to take it and move on. What happened? What went wrong? Half your team got heat stroke? (laughs) You couldn't get out of bounds? You wasted all your timeouts a little too early? I understand. It happens. It's okay. It'll be okay in the end. Like, that's, that's how we talk to our kid. It's okay. No one's mad. Right? Take a deep breath. How can you use your words to express how you're feeling? I mean, that's the kind of thing that you try and teach kids so that when they grow up, they don't react in a tantrum. Like, <laughs> like that's a, maybe if I wasn't a father of a toddler, literally going through this every other day, I would think a little bit differently on this. But I am, so here I am on our text board eight zero three zero nine thirty to weigh in. Someone said whoever thought that was the reasonable reaction probably thought up uh, the guy in the axe with the McDonald's was a reasonable reaction too, right? I mean, like not to go like too carried away, but I mean it is. I, I feel like any anyone who's giving a pass is only giving a pass because it's football. Like literally, if you are to put that into any other workplace environment which we forget so often it's so easy to forget but you have to kind of say it again to get like that is the job like his job is to be a football coach like at the end of the day that is their workplace just like your workplace is your workplace just like I'm sitting here in our studio and when I go out there like if I have a bad show and i go out into our newsroom and just start slamming things around like that would be totally unacceptable but what like you're allowed to do it in that job you're on a construction site um or you know you ride a bike you're painting the lines on Forest Avenue and oh man they're a little squiggly so you take all the equipment and just start pickaxing up the road like that that would be unacceptable But, like, we get a pass just in certain, right, on our text board. I would be suspended from my job if I acted like this. He's representing the team and our city. Somebody else saying I've had supervisors that act like that toward their subordinates. And that's what I would call a bad leader, right? And, like, there are times to get heated. But think about the best bosses and, like, leaders you've ever had. They're not the people who are freaking out over you, like over every mistake that happens in the workplace. Mistakes happen all the time, every single job. They're probably the type of person who's staying a little more cool, calm, and collected when things get heated. Right? Those are the best leaders. You want people who are able to keep their cool under pressure. I think that's it. And again, like, I don't want to go too tough. Like, he got heated. (laughs) And for the people saying the camera should not have recorded this. Well, guess what? You're in the NFL. There's a camera on anything. Or for that matter, like we were talking at the end of last week, you're on the planet Earth in 2022. There's a camera on you. Anytime you're not within the walls of your own home, and maybe even if you are. Right. I think this is like kind of a learning part, you know, on the camera side of things. I think it is kind of like a, a learning experience in a way for somebody who's not used to having the camera track you every step of the way. Like the camera isn't on the quarterback's coach all game long, which is what he was before. But they are on the offensive coordinator like I, that might not have been in his mind. When he was doing that. And I can uh, I can only imagine what he's thinking when he goes home and sees that, right? It's all over the internet. Like, this is what you're going to be remembered for probably forever. Uh, another text in uh, where this is allowed in the workplace. Uh, they said the Bill's coaching booth turned into an episode of Piper's Pit. Like, yes, if you are working for the WWF or WWE, this would have been acceptable. This happens all the time. I see headsets get slammed constantly. People get beat up on camera. But NFL, not WWE. (laughs) So, oh well. But, all right, you know, we're going to turn it around. It'll be good. He also has the Piper haircut. A little bit like the Roddy Piper a little scraggly it's a good haircut channel that energy into a week two win that would be great all right now uh, I'll be back here tomorrow bright and early 5 a.m watch out for the rain you got the news with Randy coming up next and then David Bellavia in here on WBEN
1: <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without autopay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.